Spoiler alert! The Silver Screen Redemption includes few to no spoilers. Due to Houston and Brian's lack of cinematic knowledge, most of their movie information is either false or imagined. However, if they still leave you feeling paranoid about potential spoilers, please check the episode description for details. Welcome, everybody, to the Silver Screen Redemption, our comedy podcast where we revisit your favorite film franchises and pitch subjectively necessary sequels. Absolutely necessary sequels. Hi, I'm Houston Bodley. I'm Brian Perry. Brian, you know what we haven't done in the first four or five episodes, however many we've done of this so far? We haven't really talked about the title of our show. We haven't. The Silver Screen Redemption. Do you want to give them? Do we want to revisit? that or yeah do you want to give them some insight into that yeah so um it's obviously based on the shawshank redemption which is a great film classic and really the maybe one of the only ones impervious to us wanting to do a sequel to it because it's pretty self-contained pretty solid yeah we'll still get to it i'm sure we will and everyone will hate it and then subscribe from us oh well but yeah it's based off of that and i like the idea that we came up with that we're redeeming these franchises. We're giving them another chance. Um, And I really wanted to focus on redemption in this podcast. Because I know we talked about a few different ideas, and we're still trying to figure that out. But I know that a couple of the ideas we talked about this week were movies coming out in theaters this week, which were Pirates of the Caribbean, um, Dead Man Tell No, Jack Sparrow Tells of Sorts, Chest, and... At World's End. Okay. Or something. Good, good. I don't know what it's called. And then Dead there, Tales. And then there's the Rock Zach Efron Baywatch movie. Baywatch, nice. And last I checked, both these movies combined had a Rotten Tomato score of less than 50%. Wow, combined. Combined. Which one was worse? Um, Baywatch, I believe. I think it was like good. 18, 17%. I'm still, I still have my fingers crossed for Pirates. I actually liked four, and I love three. So I'm like one of those few people who just still really like Pirates of the Caribbean. That's fine. Teach their own. Like, it's really the only pirate movies we have. That's really true. I mean, I'm sure there are other ones. They're really old, though. I love the first one. That one's oh, still do. classic to me. Um, but just with each passing minute in those movies, my interest dies. Three more just more. gets super, super weird. The pro- But I love it. The problem with three that I have is I feel it's focused more on just, like, the convoluted lore of pirates than it is on the actual story. That's fair. And there's some parts that I just feel utterly overwhelmed with as to what they're talking about. I still have a question. Is it nine pieces of eight, like, two numbers? Or is it... I think piece of eight is a a thing. Like, it doesn't... I don't think it has to do with the number eight. I think it is the word eight, like, E-I-G-H-T... But I don't think there have to be eight of them. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I I've wondered that too. That. That's one of the few problems. But they're still fun. I always feel like Jack Sparrow gets progressively more drunk with the movies. Oh. A piece of eight is a Spanish dollar equivalent to eight reals. Reals? It says reals, reals, but oh, I didn't think that the Spanish had a currency called real. Anyway. So it is a dollar. Piece of eight is a dollar because it's eight reals. Reales. Reales. Probably. So they have nine dollars. Nine dollars. 
Okay. Yeah, I'd always felt like, yep, we got seven out of eight. We got eight out of eight. Oh, uh, we got, oops, we got nine nine out of eight. <laughs> what have we done? Too many pirates. Nope, you can get them on eBay, too. A piece of eight coin. So, I think that's the moral of those stories. Is that you can get it on eBay? No, that there's <laughs> more pirates than they than they can, need. Than they need. <laughs> but pirates no. of the Caribbean two. Too many pirates. <laughs> that's really what no, two should have been. Two called. pirates, too many. Two pirates, too furious. Um, I'm surprised we haven't come up with a movie title that is based off of the Too Fast, Too Furious model. We haven't, have we? That should come. Okay. Maybe that should be to Shawshank to Redemption. To Shawshank to Redemption, maybe. No, I think Shawshank Redemption, when we make the sequel, we have to make it so perfect that it would actually convince movie studios yeah, to yeah. want to buy it. That's our goal. That's our white if, whale, I think. If everything else sucks on our podcast, if we Which fail has utterly, so far, I think. <laughs> yeah. If everything else is an utter failure, we're going to perfect Shawshank Redemption 2. To Shawshank 2 Redemption. Shawshank 2, <laughs> more redemptions. Redemption is back. Okay. But I want to redeem pirates. Okay. Because, like, I That's don't. That's fair. That's fair. I don't hate it. Or Baywatch. We can redeem one or the other. Okay. So I've never watched anything Baywatch related other than the trailer for the new movie. So. I don't think that'll you be need to watch anything other than. It, it doesn't seem like there's too much material there. It's just kind of hot people on a beach, right? Slow mo. Yeah. Lifeguards solving crimes. Cracking clues. There might be a mystery machine. I'm not sure. All right, cool. A surfboard mystery (laughs) machine. So, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning more towards pirates because I feel like we know that. But do you have any thoughts on that, pirates? I mean, if we take... Yeah, yeah. So, pirates I'm definitely interested in. The idea of sort of making it rise to to its old glory from the first movie. Uh, but I, I do kind of like that flavor, that Baywatch flavor. So we'll keep we'll keep Baywatch sort of on a back burner. See see if we can work it in organically. Brian, we have a golden opportunity here. All right, they're both water based. That's true. I mean, do you understand how brilliant this is? So you're saying every time someone falls off a ship, there's a lifeguard there to save them. Every time Jack Sparrow is sent to Rum Island, the Rock just like pulls him. The Rock is the sea turtle. Oh my gosh. That saves him from Rum Island. <laughs> Wait, are we going to see that the, the whole turtle thing was a, a hallucination? This is on a regular regular old tourist beach? Yes. In modern day, and it was really Rock the Dwayne Johnson These were out there rescuing all people? All the pirates were LARP players oh that just gosh. like got high on something, and it did something weird with their brains. And so they got lost and stranded. And then they've just, like, built a civilization. They pulled this whole, like, village thing where they raised yes. their kids and were like, oh, this is the real-life pirates. All right, it's going to how... be a short episode. I guess we just figured it all out. <laughs> this is an amazing movie. Okay, <laughs> um, no, get this. Get this. Jack Sparrow? Actually, Johnny Depp. What? All the actors are their actual actors. All the characters so it's actually Orlando Bloom. It's it's Kira Knightley. It's it's uh Johnny Depp. And they're just having a great old time with Jeffrey Rush and another actor that's in those movies. Penelope Cruz. Keith Richards. <laughs> yes, Keith Richards also himself. As himself. He basically was playing himself. Well, that's what Jack Sparrow was based off of, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 
By the way, I really want Orlando Bloom and Zac Efron to meet up at some point. Huh. I don't know. I feel like there's some comedic genius there to be had. Because I feel like they're both, they both kind of have that super boy band-esque flavor yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Where like every teenage girl and their dog is going to flip over that. Yeah. And I think you can have some fun with that. You know who else? Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe. Everyone says they look very, very similar. I, I kind of can see it. I don't see how anyone could confuse them, but it happens a lot, apparently. Um, I've never heard of They'd this. make a great movie. Yeah. Um, they'll talk in interviews. They'll be like, yeah, I was in an elevator with this person, and they asked for my autograph. But it was like a Harry Potter thing. I'm Elijah Wood. And I just <laughs> wrote, I am not Daniel Radcliffe, and gave it back to him. Do you think it's just these are people who are like, I recognize you from something? I would say that's about right. But uh, they're both, like, pretty funny. Um, Elijah Wood, he's doing Dirk Gently and the whole Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Yeah. Great show. BBC America. Really good show. He's really funny in it. Everything I've seen from him in interviews or just like guest starring on shows or whatever, he seems like a super down to earth guy. Yeah. I want to get him in a show just because we need more Elijah Wood in our lives. Exactly. And Daniel Radcliffe, he did uh, that Swiss Swiss Army Army Man, Man. which was hilarious. Wouldn't that be just like a fun combo? Elijah, Elijah Wood and Daniel. Daniel Radcliffe playing each other. <laughs> I feel like we have a brilliant movie here. But I think we need to like save that. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe the studio will ask us for that on another occasion. I don't think that's quite the right fit for Pirates of the Caribbean. What are we doing? Five now? Or, or are we going to jump to six? Well, so I think five is already coming out. So five is already out. Yeah. And it sucks. So I think we need to go off this premise. We're redeeming it. And we're going with Pirate 6, Baywatch 2. Oh, okay. Assuming we're going to go with this crossover. Okay. Which I love. And we could have a cameo with Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe if we so desire to build up our next movie, whatever it is. Even if it's not Pirates related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think eventually everything in the Silver Screen Redemption verse will eventually be connected. So that's probably a good (laughs) good start. The Silver verse is what we'll call it. That's pretty good. Okay. One of the – so one of you who has enough time, more than us – just start building this fan theory of how they're all connected. Yeah, we need fans before we can have a fan theory, so. That's that's fair. <laughs> okay, cool. Um Okay, so we have a pretty good premise here. This the the pirates are all hallucinating. Or they just do we want to go with this like they are real people and they're just living the pirate life because it's fun and they want to get away from all their worries, or is uh... it like this village idea where they grew up thinking that they're in a more, a less modernized world. No, I mean I think they do need to be these actors. So I don't okay. think they can have grown up thinking something else, right? They so is it the same Johnny Depp that was in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, right? Like so is it the cast and the movie is a meta movie because they're filming Pirate Six. Maybe Pirates One was a movie, but as they were working on it, I, I want to say that it wasn't their choice. I want to say something happened, some hallucinogen. That affected the entire cast of Pirates of the Caribbean 1. They got stuck there. And that's why they keep making the movies. Because Disney is like, hey, they're still like this. So let's just keep making them. Okay. I, think, I think we get to see some Disney executives in this movie. Sort of pulling the strings. And then they realize there are their ways. And so they send in the Baywatch team to save them. And they realize they've gone too far. Because Coast Guard is busy with something. And so the only people who can swim out and deal with the waters to fight off these a- other actors who legitimately believe they're pirates is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 
and Zac Efron. All right. And are they playing their Baywatch characters or are they playing their real characters and they get pulled aside from Like their Baywatch? actor selves? No, I think they're their Baywatch characters. Okay. That's, well, that'll be the weird thing. Do you know what their names are? I don't. Um, I think one of them is Brody. That's a great name for a lifeguard. Well, it's like Chief Brody from Jaws. I'm going to bet $10 that's Zac Efron. That sounds right to me. I think I remember about that from the trailer. Okay. So, Zach Brody. Is that a real person? I feel like that is. Zach Brody? Adrian Brody is a person. I know Adrian Brody is, but I feel like Zach Brody is also a person. Dwayne Johnson is named Mitch Buchanan. That doesn't sound like a lifeguard name. Mitch? But it's very... No, Buchanan. Oh, well, point taken. Mitch Buchanan does seem not... It doesn't seem to fit Dwayne the Rock Johnson either. Do we get get the Hoff back in the mix? I think you have to. I think it'd be great. I think David Hasselhoff somehow partakes of this drug, and he starts to believe he's a pirate. I really want to see the Hassel pirate. Oh, that'd be amazing. That really would be amazing, and that'd be a fun thing. I think he becomes the main antagonist, actually. Oh, I would love that. So we've decided he is himself. Yes. All right. I think he's always himself in stuff. Even in Baywatch, yeah. the original TV show. <laughs> I'm David Hasselhoff. Okay, maybe not in that, but... Okay, so are so, these are these Mitch Buchanan and Brody whatever? Are they are they the same characters from before? I honestly have no idea. I don't think they are, but it, it doesn't matter for our TV show because it's David David Hasselhoff. That's right, playing David Hasselhoff. No, but there there could be some. And by TV show, I mean movie. But but like he would remember playing a lifeguard named Mitch Buchanan. Now he's being rescued by a much bigger, darker skinned actual lifeguard named Mitch Buchanan. I think that'd be interesting. That might snap him out of his hallucination or send him over the fritz or send him overboard. Yes. (laughs) Um, Sorry. I was, I was, uh, no, I was gonna, I was gonna laugh at your joke, but I was too busy when I type, when you type in David Hasselhoff in, uh, in IMDb, it says David Hasselhoff actor, comma, click 2006. (laughs) That's what he's known for is click. I don't even remember him the being Adam in Adam Sandler Click. classic, Click. Like, I don't remember him Starring being in Click. David Hasselhoff. Is it another one of his cameo roles? Probably. Where he plays himself? Probably. I think his big thing right now is the Sharknado movies. Doesn't he do all those? Um, I would take your word for it. I've never seen one. Click. His name is Ammer in the movie Click. I don't even know who that is. I've seen Click. I'll never know. It's like his boss or something. David Hasselhoff. He's high on something. Okay. He turns into a real pirate. Baywatch is sent in because in this universe, for whatever reason, the most logical explanation is to send in these lifeguard policemen. Yes. Essentially. And they straight up swim there. Like, David or... No, like, cool jet skis with some sick stunts? They are the jet skis. Oh, are they going to swim? Dwayne The Rock Johnson is basically a jet ski. Okay. Or maybe they ride Daniel Radcliffe over. Just maybe <laughs> that's our Daniel cameo. Okay, so they jet ski over there. They can do some sick tricks over sea turtles and whatnot. Yeah, and I love the comedic effect of these pirate ships sailing and they're going to war. And then you open the movie with Dwayne the Rock Johnson like jet skiing over some cannonballs that are being shot. Yeah, and just like they're trying to take Malchus. Oh Who is this gosh. new foreign guy? He's come to invade our pirate wars. He doesn't look like us. 
he has no beard. He looks clean. He's super ripped. He's got this weird magical mini ship that's just like flying in the air. Yeah. Doesn't have sails or anything. Yeah, I really like this. Do they they've got two two separate jet skis, right? I'm trying to remember from what I know about the Baywatch trailer. I think <laughs> they have their own jet skis. Also, because I don't know any of the cast besides Dwayne and Zach. Yeah, I don't either. I think the rest of them get captured by pirates and they're just out for the movie. Yeah, I think that's yeah. So it's just Johnson and Efron All that right. are going through the movie. And so they're fighting, and one of the ships in this battle is Orlando Bloom's ship, okay. the Hurt Locker, whatever the name. The is Hurt that. Locker. Um, Davy Jones. Davy Jones. No, that's not a ship What's either. What's it called? The the Flying Dutchman. Flying Dutchman. So yes, Orlando Dutchman. Bloom on the Flying Dutchman, because he's also a little out of it. He well, they, he has been. He's, he's he's back in full force in five, I think, isn't he? Yes, he is. But I mean, like, he's out of it. Like, he oh, no definitely. longer believes himself to be Orlando Bloom. Right. And so that's where this big, big opening sequence comes in. He's fighting against some other, like, mischievous pirates who are up to no good. Or Prob- it's Royal probably Line. Javier Bardem's character. Har- Javier Bardem. They take down the bad guy ship. And they, Zach and Dwayne, because I'm totally on first name basis yeah, with yeah. them, they board Orlando's ship. And they kind of talk to him. And he's starting to, like, come to... But he's not quite there. And so the movie is going through his progression back into modernization and realizing that he used to play Legolas yeah. and he used to do all this different stuff. He oh. used to be Troy. I, so hold on. I need to get this straight. I think we need to not go with Dwayne and Zach. They need to be Mitch and Brody. Mitch so and that Brody. I remember that they're not those actors. Sorry. They're just played by them. Yes. Mitch and Brody. Um. So we just need like I, – I just imagine Zach Efron as Brody saying – Oh, I loved you in Elizabethtown. Like, that kind of thing. I think it'd be really great. And he's like, Elizabethtown. I don't even, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Swan. Just get some fun, fun, uh, you know, play on the name Elizabeth. Yeah. Isn't that her name? Elizabeth Swan? Yeah. I think it is. Keira Knightley. Keira Knightley. But Elizabethtown, because Orlando Bloom was in it. I gotcha. It's really good. Okay. So they board a ship. So their plan is they have to go rescue the other actors. So he's he's like back. He's like I'm Orlando Bloom. Well, he's coming too. He's okay. starting to get glimpses of it. Is he going to lose any of his like sword fighting abilities? Well, he replaces it with bow and arrow abilities. Okay, because he was leg loss, right? Yeah, but he's not like he's not becoming an elf, and like he's he's still actor. Orlando I want to believe now, right? that Orlando Bloom is actually is an actually amazing archer. archer. All right, all right. And even if he's not, we'll we'll we'll. He has Put a it that scene. way in the movie. Yeah, yeah. He has a scene where he picks it up. Okay. And starts shooting him, basically. And he, like, slides around all the banisters and, like, does all these, like, crazy stunts as he's shooting because he's Legolas. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Okay. Who so, are they going for next, then? So they're going to rally up as many cast members and okay. bring them to the light. So they're going from island to island. And all the while, they're trying to find, like, Jack Sparrow because they feel like he's the great motivator who could probably convince people, like, hey, this was your actual life. Right, yeah, yeah, Along the way, David Hasselhoff, he he wanted to be part of the Baywatch team because he feels some connection to it. He used to be a Baywatch lifeguard but got kicked out because of something bad he did in his past. Okay. And so he's trying to redeem himself. He gets abducted by Jeffrey Rush's ship, okay. Captain Barbosa. Yes, and the Black Pearl, probably. 
And you find out Jeffrey Rush knows that there is this hallucinogen that's making everyone crazy. Okay. And he gives it to David Hasselhoff because this is the life that Jeffrey Rush has always wanted to live. Oh, my God. That's so good because I don't know of anything else he's in. I'm sure he's in a lot of stuff. but He's in um, – I'm pretty sure he's in King's Speech. Anyways. So he's he's sort of like – he's a bad guy. Yeah. But I don't think he's the bad guy or the bad guys because I think I have that figured out. Who do you think that is? Joachim Roning and Espen Sandberg. Hear me out. They're the directors <laughs> – of Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Okay. Trying to keep these actors hostage so that they can keep cranking out these movies. Because so, otherwise, these actors would be like, why am I still doing Pirates of the Caribbean? So in typical Pirates fashion, you unravel layer on layer and keep making it more convoluted. Yeah, so you're like, oh shoot, Jeffrey Rush is the bad, the actor Jeffrey Rush is the bad guy of this movie. He's drugging people. He hallucinates David Hasselhoff, who then gets sewn to the role of the pirate, that he uh, maroons Jeffrey Rush, becomes the new bad guy. You think that's the major threat? No, no, no. It's what's their faces? The directors. We'll call actually, him. We'll call him Joe and Espen. Joe and Espen. They are hiding away on the ship, and they are the puppet masters behind all of this. Yes. They're the ones that have like secret motors on the ship, so that they can make it go faster when needed. They. Oh my god! Because they're mo- they're modern ships. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have, look like old fans. They're using all this technology to enhance the bad pirates. I just love the concept of all these people dressed as pirates. And the two bad guys are two dudes with, like, collared shirts unbuttoned halfway. <laughs> they're wearing polos. And they have, like, yeah, they have, like, head <laughs> headsets on and clipboards. But they're just, like, they're so in, in control of it. Because, like, they're, they're, like, a little bit secluded, right, from, from civilization. They're off yeah. the coast. Probably not too far off the coast. But, like, they're in their own little world and they rule it. Yes. They just have all this power and they don't need weapons or anything. They have this hallucinogen. Okay. It's really great. So that's what's happening on the bad guys team. Okay. So now we need to return back to Brody, Mitch, and Orlando. Okay. And so they're looking, they're gathering troops. They're having minimal success because some people are crazy and you have those. Well, little... what's the what's the mechanism for getting someone to snap out? You just have to like remind, like make them realize it or is there some kind of antidote? Well, I think they realize, like, some of them aren't hallucinating as much, and so they're about to reach to them, but others are just full overboard. Like, it's in their blood system. Yeah, it's not coming out. Yeah. And so they just... I mean, and I think Johnny Depp, I think he's he's going to be, like, the last one they get. Yeah. It's going to be a big deal. Well, I, here's what I think, is they start this method, but some of them are so off the deep end that they're just getting chased out of towns, and they realize, like, okay, we're having very little success there's only one pirate who could help us now because there's some convoluted backstory to Johnny Depp having the antidote or knowing where it is because he has the compass that secretly oh. points them to where the antidote is. So what if so so they need him to stay in character for as long as possible so that he can guide them because if he's if he's Johnny Depp he doesn't know anything. But as Jack Sparrow he does. He does. He does have a way to get to the to the antidote. And so we have this so funny he experience. has to be the last one. I like this idea of Orlando Bloom, by this point, has come back. He realizes he's Orlando. He knows everything's going on. Right. But Jack Sparrow feels awkward around him when he's not being Will Turner. Oh. And so he has to, he has to play sort of Now Will he has Turner. to actually act. Yes. Because he hasn't been acting this whole time. He's been under this drug. But he feels uncomfortable because before it was a very method approach. Like, that's all he knew. 
And now he realizes it's fake, so he doesn't know how to be himself as Will Turner. Yeah. And so you have this, like, comedic effect of Orlando Bloom trying to act in a role that he lived, but now that he's not that person, he can't do it. I really like this. Yes. So that Johnny Depp can keep being Jack Sparrow so that they can rescue him from being Jack Sparrow. Yes. Along with the rest of the crew. Exactly. Right, because if you if you get Jack Sparrow back to Johnny Depp right away, and maybe he's so far under they they couldn't, but yes. even if you could, what happens to Gibbs? Right, you don't get the antidote. He's still Gibbs exactly. instead of the actor that he is. Uh huh. Like there's all these people that you're gonna leave behind unless you can get unless you can get uh, that antidote. Well, and you realize they're doing bad stuff to themselves because like the guy with the glass eye, like he doesn't have a glass eye in real life, oh. and so like. He's harming himself because he thinks he has a glass eye. He doesn't. That might be a little gross, but I don't think it's going to be clawing at his own eye socket. I think yeah. he'll. It'll be him crawling around, you know, chasing hallucination. I think. I, I think we can keep I, it a little uh, PG. I I think you rounded it back down okay, where it needed cool. to be. Um, yeah, I think that's a little. Also, they're fighting with real swords. They are. They're real swords. I think that's that is true. And so Orlando Bloom has become a real scaredy cat because now he knows he's not Will Turner. So he feels completely, he, he has a lack of confidence, his sword fighting ability. Yeah, he, he probably has a moment where he's like, oh, if I'm not Will Turner, then these aren't real swords. But then he's like, oh, shoot, they are real swords. So now that we're going with like a semi-serious direction with this, I'm going to scratch the whole oh, I'm, bow and arrow idea. I'm still not, I'm still not semi-serious yet. I mean, like, for as ridiculous as this is, it's actually working a little bit. Yes. No, it is. That's what I mean. So, so we're he's gonna not going to pick up random bow skills. Exactly. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, where does Elizabeth fit um, into all this? Let's see. I'm trying to think where she is even in the Pirates universe now. She has her own crew now, too, I think. She has a child, I think, right? She does have a child with Will. The child... Is actually Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom's child. Or... It's just this actor kid. And he's known, he hasn't known another life. Oh my gosh, yes. And he's going to be super heavy under it, right? Because he's been doing it and he's more susceptible as a child. Who is he though? Like, let's cast him. Okay. We got to have some, because like, I think we only see him as like a two or three year old in one. I'm feeling Tom Holland. Tom Holland, he's hot right now. Yeah, he's Maybe young. Maybe too hot. Maybe too hot. We've got a lot of heat in this movie already. Do we want to go younger? Maybe. Maybe it's that, that other kid, the Andrews Game kid, Asa Chris, Butterfield, Christensen. I don't remember. Asa, Asa Butterfield, I think. Yeah, that's it. He'd be a good one, I think. Okay. Let's go with Butterfield Because he's now. probably he's probably 15 or 16 now, but he looks younger. Yeah. So that's yeah, probably a good fit. Okay. He'll play this child. Who is Will the Third? Is Will Turner? Yeah, he's Will. Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty um, sure. Yeah, because Bootstrap Bill. Elizabeth has her own crew, like you mentioned. I think that's right. Because she takes over for the Singapore guy that's and right. his crew. Yeah, I was thinking it was the Asian people. Cool. So, Kira, how does she snap? I mean, it's got to be Orlando Bloom snapping her out of it. Yeah. She's in denial. They have a very romantic, emotional moment where which she is, comes to. Which is difficult for Orlando Bloom because I think he's married probably. I think they're probably both married, and they realize yes. they weren't meant to be together, but star-crossed lovers in this Pirates universe. I'm loving Orlando Bloom being the star of this movie just because he's the first one 
out of his thing, out of his little uh, trance. Yes. And he has to just convince, like, he has to take every other character out of character by being in character. Like, yes. he has to break up with her uh-huh. in character before she'll realize she's Kira Knightley. Yes. It's so cool. I love it. Yes. He breaks up with her, which upsets the son a whole ton. Obviously. Because he is traumatized. He has no idea what's going on. His parents are breaking up because apparently their real selves were married to other people and their whole lives have been a lie because he's been away. He thinks he's under this pirate curse where he can only come to land like every yeah how many years. I think 10 and years. And so now there's that aspect where he's upset when he realizes, oh, you could have been with us this whole time, but you weren't. Yeah. And so he's emotionally distraught. And he's the one who goes to David Hasselhoff and is like, hey, here's what's going on. I need your help. Okay. Because he... Hold on. I forgot where David Hasselhoff lands and all this. He's he's now on Jeffrey Rush's side. He's evil. He dethroned Jeffrey Rush. Oh, so he's good. No, he's bad. Okay. He just... Pirates. Pirates, yes. Because pirates. He took over Jeffrey Rush's ship because he's the new bigger bad. Got it. Yeah. Okay. But still not as big as Joachim Roning and Espen Sandberg. Joe and Espis. Joe and Espen, yeah. Espen. I okay. like Okay, cool. So, yes. He goes to them and is like, hey, deep down he's feeling like, I don't want to change. This is the life I know. I don't want to be pulled out of my comfort zone. I well, he to- does. I don't think he can even process it, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, the other thing is, I don't think he's been in it as long as the others. But he is a child, so he's maybe more susceptible to it. Exactly. I'm uh, just, you know. The drug or whatever hallucinogen is working on him. Okay. He gets them, brings them back. That's where the big epic fight comes because they're rounding him up and they feel betrayed by the sun and they're trying to convince him, hey, this is not what you want to do. There's a better life out there. Um, Epic battle. And they narrowly escape. They're still... So now it's like all those people that they rounded up because they're having more success now that they have Jack Sparrow and Elizabeth. It's now just... Our main heroes. It's Brody. It's Mitch. It's Will Turner. Orlando Bloom. Yeah, Orlando Bloom, Kieran Knightley, and Johnny Depp. Wait, wait, wait. How did we get Johnny Depp? I missed that. I thought we picked him up along the way. Oh, I thought he was going to be the last one. Oh, no, you're right. We do have him. But he still thinks he's, he still still thinks thinks he's, he's Johnny. And they're trying to hide that, this whole idea from him. Yeah. And this is where, in the midst of the battle, it's revealed to Johnny Depp. What if the reason that they have they can't just like snap him out and be like this is all fake you're a, you're not a pirate you're an actor is that maybe they take some psychological damage from it yeah and they have to be careful and especially Johnny Depp because he's been very into it you know what I mean yeah very method he's been doing this a long time I like that idea and I like this idea of when Hasselhoff comes during the battle Johnny Depp realizes what's going on and yeah. so it traumatizes him. He runs off. He's separated from the heroes. And so the heroes are lost because, like, now they can't get the antidote because he's gone. He's missing. He's in his own yeah. uh, happy place trying to regain himself. Yeah. Okay. And so now their best bet is, well, let's just keep trucking. Let's try to find. Just, just go one at a time still. Just go through the yeah. crew. Let's do whatever we can. To so they go They go get Jeffrey Rush because he's, he's free. He's not under any sort of hallucinogen exactly he's free he knows what's going on he was in on it yes so he's now their only hope exactly so they go rescue him because he was abandoned by david hasselhoff who now 
has figured out what their plan is. So now it's the speed race on the boat. To pick up Jeffrey Rush. To pick up Jeffrey Rush. All right. But also jet skis. Also jet skis. Oh, I was just thinking they would have this huge advantage, but I forgot they are modern ships disguised yes. as old-timey sailing ships. And this is where you start to see something fishy because – The Kraken. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mitch and Brody are jet skiing along, and then they realize, like, oh, the Black Pearl or whatever the Hurt Locker – I keep forgetting <laughs> it. Uh, the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> the Flying Dutchman. It's going faster than us. Yeah. This should not be the case. And so they speculate that something is fishy. And so they get... Well, they already know something's up, right? So they get to the island where Jeffrey rushes and find out he has the antidote. And so it's just this epic pirate battle going on. Similar, on to, similar to like on 2 where there's just like several fights going on at once. Exactly. Very cool. Uh, we don't get to see much Jeffrey Rush actual like action uh because he's running these movies oh i well yeah well i was hoping for for some more action with him in this because we don't see that much oh okay we yes. see a little bit of sword fighting maybe in the first uh, my mic just almost <laughs> fell off the desk so he's running he is also sword fighting along the way because he's chasing yeah. people and he's pulling off some like rude goldberg action where he's like making secret traps out of whatever to knock people off balance and Jeffrey Rush, known Rubik, known uh, Rube Goldberg builder. Yes. The actor, Jeffrey Rush. Yes. Okay, cool. So they're chasing him. I like this idea of Johnny Depp finally coming to grips and in the end saving the day. Yeah. But before we get to that, we need to realize, like, figure out how Joe and Esperanto get into this. <laughs> Joe Espen, and Espen. Whatever it is. Yes. The director. We'll just call them the directors. The directors. Okay, we. how do we reveal them? That's my question. Yeah. They've got like a motorboat probably. Just yes. like a normal looking motorboat where they've got a, a camera rigged. And they're getting all this. I think they're filming the whole time. Uh-huh. You know, I how think... How do we tie him in though? Yeah. I think Orlando Bloom gets the... He grabs the antidote from Jeffrey Rush. Gets it in the end. And they're huzzahing and celebrating. And then out of nowhere, this giant net just drops down on them. Dwayne and Zach, sorry, Mitch and Brody get tasered from behind. Enter oh the directors. Yes, I love it. Um, in polo shirts. Also, in sandals. Rewind a little bit to uh, Orlando Bloom fighting Jeffrey Rush. Neither of these people are in character now. But and they're they still no, going. <laughs> and, they're, and they're not sword fighters, other than like the basic training they've received making these movies. I feel like at some point they're just like tackling each other. I and agree. I love it. <laughs> so good. Okay, so the directors come up and they have tasers for some reason. Yes. Because this whole criminal organization that's operating under Disney is still making these pirates movies. And these two are the only ones with the with the guts to, to carry it through. Exactly. Because they know they can make that money. That money. That sweet pirate doubloon money. I can't, Anyways. I can't wait to see the, the, the adaptations they make to the ride based on our movie. That'll be really great. <laughs> you just... You know how... When the Pirates movie came out, they went and put animatronic Johnny uh -huh. Depp yeah. in all the spots. I think they're going to put Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> Absolutely. in the other blank spots. It, dressed as a lifeguard. Dressed as a lifeguard. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really good. hilarious. Okay. Oh, man. This idea is even better than I think we ever imagined. It's very good. This is so great. 
best idea. I ever. still just love Orlando Bloom fighting Jeffrey Rush, just like out of character, just like trying to punch each other. It's like yes. they don't know how to use swords very well, unless it's choreographed for them. Okay, so let's wrap this up because we need to get to the studio demands. We do. So Johnny Depp comes in with the monkey, Jack, Jack the monkey, who is robotic and matronic. Okay, this whole time, I like it. And so Johnny Depp's like, "Hey, I got this monkey," and he sticks him on the directors, and then they press a button, and the monkey like breaks down and yeah. explodes. And so I was like, "Oh, what do I do now?" And then Brody and Mitch, who this whole time have been like with Orlando Bloom, like trying to convince people, "Hey, you got to come back to your real life. Gotta just be who you really are." They realize, you know what, Johnny, be Jack Sparrow, just. Let your inhibitions just roam free. And so he just goes crazy and just like goes back into method acting and just total improv, whatever comes, comes. So it's not it's not the hallucinogen anymore. No. It's just like he's just one with Jack right. now. Yeah. Which and I it, think is in some cases pretty true. Um he it sounds like he always has his Jack Sparrow costume ready to go. Yeah. Like everywhere he goes, he goes and visits children's hospitals, really cool. Ooh, we tie that in maybe. That's what he's doing at the end. That's like that's their way of like getting him somewhere safe, like away from these islands, um, away from this crew or away from these directors, but that he's still just going to live out his days as Jack Sparrow. As Jack Sparrow. Visiting children's hospitals. He embraces his role as the one and only Jack Sparrow and just improvs. And by improv, I don't mean like in the movie or in the movie he does it as well, but just goes crazy. Does typical Jack Sparrow fashion where he makes something out of nothing and... Ends up taking out the directors. Okay. The yeah, yeah. I think I think everyone can kind of picture what that scene looks like, right? He's swinging around and running and looking like he's drunk. And then, boom, he wins. He bashes them both on the head with a bottle of rum. That's good. Um, Should we take it to the studio? See what they think? We'll wrap up. Okay. They send them to the hospital. I think Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley get together. Oh, interesting. In and raise... As a Butterfield character. But, like, what about his actual parents? Oh, no. So the As a Butterfield is playing a character who's not real. Oh, he's, he's playing, not He's not As a Butterfield. He's playing the child of Orlando Bloom and Karen Knightley. He's not As a Butterfield. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. So it's kind of weird conceptually. Yeah. But it works out. That's really how this film works best is conceptually. Yes. Orlando and Kira's lovers in real life have, like, moved on because they've obviously been away. And so Got it. they get back together. They're fictionalized versions of these these actors, exactly. obviously. Okay. Exactly. Because I was trying to get we around, like, want... I'm pretty sure Orlando Bloom's married. I'm pretty sure Kira is probably married. We don't want to really ruin their relationships. <laughs> yeah, that'd life. probably not be good. Okay. No, no, no. I think that works. Oh, and then, and then, it it's sunset. Sun's going down. You see Brody and Mitch on the beach. They're just celebrating their job well done. And then some like secret service agent comes up and he's like, we have some information about this man who believes himself to be an archaeologist named Indiana Jones. Oh, we need you to come help him out. So now these lifeguards are the obvious choice for taking out, like for solving these, these, uh, hallucinogen ridden actors exactly oh this is the whole franchise then and they go they go off on their jet skis to rescue harrison ford i love this movie it's a good movie this is so good what did we title this 
That's okay. Let's figure out what our studio did. Yeah, th- maybe that'll help us come up with the title. At the do end. you want to explain it for our first time listeners? Yeah. So if uh, if you're joining us for the first time, we uh little peek behind the curtain. We don't actually have a studio producing these movies, but uh, we like to pretend that we do. Uh, so at the end of every episode, we take what we've you know managed to pile on uh, to create our our movie concept. We take that nugget and we pass it to the studio, and they they tell us what's wrong with it as studios do and they they'll try and fix it maybe for the better or for the worse so let's see what happens we've got a list here from them and then uh we'll have houston pick a random number with his magical phone well i mean i mean we're gonna spin a giant wheel that we have here in the studio ready gender slop Gender. Oh my god. Okay, I don't know if that one's gonna work for this one. Okay. Because the actors are Let's... themselves. We can't just have like a female Orlando Bloom. I, I, I can see a female, uh, like a female, what's Will Turner. I don't want to see the female Dwayne Johnson. I don't know. That's too okay, we're gonna go. For me. We're gonna go up one. We're gonna flip genre. I like that better. Okay. So it's not gonna feel like a Baywatch movie. It's not gonna feel like a Pirates movie. It's not a swashbuckling comedy anymore. No, I see it as uh I see it as like a zombie land style, right? Where we're having all the actors play themselves. You know what I mean? Where Bill Murray plays himself yeah. in Zombie Land. Sort of like a ridiculous well, I, teen comedy. I, I feel like that still crosses over into the comedy, which is Baywatch. So that's not enough of a flip. I think you Do you're we right. need to go serious dramatic with I, the opposite of swashbuckling? Which is like <laughs> whatever the opposite of swashbuckling is <laughs> style. Interesting. Every, everything. The script is written by Andy Sorkin. Okay. And everything like is just super serious. Um, Can we have that dun dun all the time? Yes. That's Aaron Sorkin, right? That's a lot in order, order. Which I'm not sure that's Aaron Sorkin. Andy no, Sorkin. that's Dick Wolf. Um, I think he's anyway. Andy Sorkin. Westwood is. It, uh, Okay, now I'm having like a personal crisis here. Is it Andy Circus, Andy Aaron. Sorkin, or Aaron Sorkin? I think it's Aaron Sorkin. I think I was crossing over Andy Circus and Aaron <laughs> yeah. Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Okay, most known for the Newsroom, The West Wing, Social Network, Sports Night, and Studio 60 on the yes. Sunset Strip. That was People a really also bad search moment. for Jeff Daniels for some reason. Okay, I don't know how they're connected. I the ignoramus that I am. Um, we'll figure that out later. Okay, so completely serious. They're all in suits. Oh my god! Like, well, unless they're dressed as pirates, yes, they're still pirates. I think. I think the biggest thing with it is there's a lot of like legal jar- jargon in this, or just everything is just very well spoken. Like they don't speak like pirates at all. We just are under the assumption yeah. that they are pirates, and in their own minds, they sound like pirates. But they are actually like very buoyant, bouncy with their words, very rhythmic, very stylized. In typical Andy Sork, <laughs> Aaron Sorkin, I keep wanting to say Andy Circus. Maybe all we really need to flip over are Mitch and Brody. Maybe they're lawyers. Maybe they're actually lawyers. Lifeguards by night. Oh my god! Lawyers by day. You know there is a Baywatch Nights. They made like a sequel to the series Baywatch. Really? Where they go get like other jobs? I don't know. It was supposed to be like. I've and never it, seen it. It can be homage to it. All right. So that it entices people to go back and watch that show okay, so for the, so whatever the, reason. Okay, so now I think we're landing on the title. I think we get the feel of it. Just take everything we said, but it's just like a little bit more somber now. Uh, it's a little more serious. 
<laughs> we get to see Zach Efron <laughs> act like a lawyer. Uh, it's very good. Uh, what's it called? I think we want knights in the name. Pirate Knights. Pirate Knights isn't bad. Baywatch Knights. Colon. Dead Men. Tell no. I don't know. We need this. Could okay, be how about no-go. how about you? We'll do it like on the count of three. You say a pirate word, and I'll say a lifeguard word. No, I'll say a legal word. And then we'll do we'll it again at the same time. and say a water-related word. Okay. So I'm doing a legal word this time. And I'm doing a pirate, and then we'll do a water word. Okay. You ready? Okay. Three, two, two one. one. Subpoena. Monkey compass. You said two words. Wait. I, I, I mixed up the system. I thought we were doing th- those two and then doing another round. Yes. Okay. So monkey compass is your one pirate-related <laughs> word? Uh, the image I had was the monkey holding the compass in one of the okay. movies. I'm sorry, I felt. Uh, let's let's go, try- no, no, let's stick with compass. I like compass because it, it, it has leads sort to of the that antidote. gravitas to me. Um, so we so far we have compass subpoena, uh, and now we're gonna do a lifeguard word and uh, to a, another pirate word because it, it's mostly pirate. I'll, I'll do a I'll do a pirate word then. You okay, do a lifeguard word. Okay, something that's time. not monkey compass. Yeah, monkey compass. <laughs> Um, okay. Three, two, one. Sunscreen. Treasure. Sunscreen treasure. Okay. So, so, okay. So the four words we have are sunscreen, treasure, subpoena, and compass or monkey compass. Monkey compass. <laughs> um, sunscreen. The sunscreen subpoena. The sunscreen. Pirates of the Caribbean six colon. The sunscreen subpoena, because then it ties in the pirates. Like it ties in the uh, the Baywatch. It ties in Aaron Sorkin. I don't know if he does anything with lawyers. Is that right? I got on that Law and Order thing. I no, I was thinking like he does West Wing. Yeah, I was just yeah. West Wing is where I was coming from, but he's just got like that snappy quick wit. He also wrote a few Good Men, I believe it is, or not a few Good Men. Um, no, it is a few Good Men. That's a Tom Cruise. Uh, yes. Jack Nicholson movie, right? He wrote the play A Few Good Men. That's what I was thinking of when I was thinking Corbin And the Farnsworth drama. invention. Okay, cool. Um, I like that name. Pirates of the Caribbean 6, su- colon, the sunscreen, sunscreen subpoena. subpoena. Okay, we got it. So it like definitely fits in the Pirates series, but it's like, wait, sunscreen? I don't think there was sun... I don't remember sunscreen. But the nickname for it, in case it's too long for people... Is monkey compass monkey? That's well. That'll be that'll be our code name that we have on the little clapper when we're trying to hide it and keep it safe from like this hot property that everyone's going to be wanting the inside scoop on. What is this new movie? Monkey Monkey compass. Compass. I don't know if I want. What is that? that. A sequel to Monkey Bone or something? I like it. Um, who do we want to direct this? Not Joachim and and Espen. Espen. Not them, because they're the bad guys. Exactly. Actually, maybe that'd be pretty good if they were they did direct it. Um, Gore I, Verbinski. I was going to say, let, let's, let's go, back go back to, to the Gore. original roots. Going yeah. back to our concept of redemption. Exactly. We'll go back to Gore Verbinski. I like this. Oh, man, it's so good. I think we got a hit. It's a fun movie. I, I, in my heart, I think I'm going to picture the non, the non, like, heavy gravitas version. I think I'm going to keep it wild in my head. Yeah. I think this is one of the ones the studio heard us. I I think so. But Um, hey, they're the studio. They're the ones who bring in the money, I guess. Director's cut. 
is we leave Aaron Sorkin out of the business. Okay, cool. Kay. Is he? No, he's writing it then. He's writing it. According to the scene he's in on 30 Rock, he's looking for a job. So, Okay. <laughs> All right. So I think we should wrap it up there. Let's wrap I, it up. Okay. Uh, do you want to tell people where they can find us on the internet? Yes, we're on the internet. Um, we just got it hooked up. We're so excited to try it out. Just kidding. Um, we're on Twitter uh, at Screen Redeem. James Bond. Why well, have I not here that says James Bond? What does that mean? I don't know. Anyway, on Twitter, we're at Screen Redeem, and you can find us on Facebook, the Silver Screen Redemption. That's Silver Screen, all one word. What else? I mean, we're always looking for more studio demands. You got you listeners are our studio, so we're always looking for more ideas there. We're down to six ideas, so... Also, we might have... Yeah, like, we're going to keep replenishing the studio demands, but we would love to get input from you guys, and we'll mention your Twitter handle or your Twitter name, whatever, when we uh, select those. Um, the other thing we're looking for is we might have some episodes where we just go through a bunch of uh, quick pitches, elevator pitch ideas for movies. Yes, And yes. so we want you to submit your ideas of movies you'd like us to discuss to be made and how we can broaden those and make them more acceptable to get past in Hollywood. And so we would go through five or six, maybe more, in an episode. We'll label those specifically. But we'd love to have your input on ideas for movies with that. Um, I know we were working on a sign-out. And we came up with one last week. And it's like... I don't remember last it week. It was something about Netherland. And by Netherland, I mean Neverland. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Dutch country. What did we talk about? What what even was our last episode? I don't even oh, remember. It was Alien Covenant People. Right. Colon Alien Squared versus Predators. Yes. But Exodus. What did something. how did Neverland tie in? I think it was Finding Neverland. It was in Neverland. No one can hear you scream. That was it. But I don't want to do that. Okay. Because I have too many bad connotations with Neverland being referred that's to true. Michael Jackson. That's true. Okay. And so that's just a real that's bad. That's not a good. That's, that's a, bad a bad, one. bad sign out. That's a bad bake. Okay. Um. What is a pirate related one that we could do? <laughs> okay. Are we gonna just have a different themed one every episode? I guess so. Until we hit the until, gold we, mark. until we hit it. Okay. Uh. Keep on sailing. Okay. <laughs> there it is keep on sailing till next week I'm Brian Perry I'm Houston Bodley this is the Silver Screen Redemption any similarities to actual persons living or dead is purely coincidental